Section 11 of the Maxims of Methuselah. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Maxims of Methuselah by Jellet Burgess. Chapters 20 and 21. Chapter 20. Every way of a maid with a man is subtle. Yea, it is exceedingly wise as she worketh her new garments sewing upon the inside so it may not be seen from the outside so she worketh him and when her work is completed she entereth and taketh possession i observed her on a dark night when she walked abroad with her young man and she wore not her white shirt-waist nay it was of sombre hue that men might not see her for she had seceded not in her wiles upon the golf links nor in the ballrooms nor upon the piazza for he feared her much yea he was timid being simple and free from guile but she said in her heart lo what shall i do that he may be emboldened i will lead him beneath a tree to rest in its shade and i will sit beside him meekly and it was a dark night of stars having no moon then said that damsel i would that there were a moon so that it might shed its light upon us and he answered her saying thank heavens there is not a moon and he drew nearer and she smiled to herself saying now is my time come long have i awaited now there were three damsels sitting on three chairs and each damsel had a youth beside her and each youth placed his arm along the back of his damsel's seat privily and each damsel observed his act keeping her counsel and the first damsel waxed wroth at the youth's impertinence and she leaned back then with her eyes she darted fierce glances at him, so that he was rebuked, and he took away his arm. And the second damsel was rejoiced in her youth's ardor. She leaned back and enjoyed herself, and the young man withdrew not his arm. But the third damsel knew not whether she was pleased or whether to wax broth, for she was one without experience. So she made no sign, pretending not to notice, and she sat erect all the evening, suffering like the alarm clock that goeth off at seven a m so is she who saith i told you so but a woman who dallieth and is tardy she is like an upper step which is not upon the stair causing one to be vexed and i called upon a matron at her house i paid my visit and i found a bore thereat and he stayed while his back was turned she yawned in her kerchief wishing he might take his way and depart for she desired much to be alone with me and it came to pass that after many hours he arose to depart yea he took his hat and stood talking and lo the matron began to gush mightily with gossip telling him tales with many words she beguiled him so that he stood upon one foot and then the other striving to say farewell and she talked an hour seeking to conceal her shame and i wondered mightily chapter twenty one now at the window of mine house i looked through my casement and behold a table spread with men and women sitting thereat and lo every woman flirted with her neighbour and the men flirted with them two and two flirted they until the coffee was served and i regarded them and every woman watched the other woman privily and made note of their progress who were in love and who were in boredom and who quarrelled withal out of the corners of their eyes they observed all things that were done at the table but they made no sign they flirted continually but behold the men were as blind each regarding his partner and none other 
he attended each to his own affair he looked straightly minding his business and in no wise observing the others at the table now coffee was served and the women left the men going up to their apartment and to the mirrors thereof and behold the women gossiped one to another of the men saying untruth and they questioned each other withal and called their rivals honeyed names and they waited for the men but lo the men smoked together and took their ease holding wise converse but no men talked of the women in that house nor mentioned the name of any woman nor spake they one of another's flirting and the time went merrily withal no man desiring to leave the table nor the cigars thereof for the host spake saying it is time for the ladies await us then went the men into the drawing-room of that house slowly and the women awaited them with smiles watching the door seeing who would be captured and she who was upon the couch in the drawing-room made room for the guest of honour and he came and sate by her basking in her light and the other women smiled saying nothing yet their brains coined swift thoughts give her then the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the congregations of the elect for such is the way of a woman she winketh or sheddeth the tear and saith i have done no wickedness seeing that in her eyes there is but one thing worth considering whether it be her love or another's the words of methuselah son of enoch in the nine hundred sixty and ninth year of his age to his great-grandson shem at his coming of age that he might know women and be instructed in his loves selah end of section eleven end of the maxims of methuselah by Jellet Burgess.